News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. We're joined now by Edwina Curry, former British Conservative Minister. Good morning to you. Um, your own personal reaction this morning to the passing of Queen Elizabeth? Oh, very, very sad. Very sad. Um, she was a terrific personality as well, you know. I mean, she embodied and um, uh, was the, uh, the emblem and the symbol of the United Kingdom and of the Commonwealth and so on. But actually, in real life, she was a highly intelligent, funny, clever woman. Uh, at the occasions when I met her, we're always fun. You had to do everything absolutely right. She was stickler for getting it completely right, not making it up as you went along. But she was a, an extraordinary personality. And I think that's what kept her going really for, for so very, very long. If she'd been a much duller person, then um, perhaps we would um, have not still had a monarchy. But she was remarkable. And I'm very, very sad. So you would you would suggest that her personality, because a lot of people say that that it was her restraint and her, I don't mean lack of personality, but but that the fact that she did give so little or, or say so little on, on many occasions when perhaps, um, particularly in the modern era, emoting would be the more normal thing to do. That that was one of one of her attributes. But you think the other way around, Edwina? Oh, I think so. I think so. I remember one occasion when I was uh, minister of health and we were opening a new department, a great new wing in a big hospital in Winchester. And uh, the Queen was uh, there, minister in attendance was myself, uh, very tightly controlled timetable. And in the middle of all this, I kind of, I lost her. <laughs> she moved on and I was still talking to people. And I ran into the corridor. There was the lift jammed with people, with the Queen, with her white gloved finger on the button holding the door open. And I sort of scuttled them beside her saying, I'm, I'm terribly sorry, Mum. I've got talking to people. She didn't say a word. She lifted the finger off the button. But she just came, kind of gave me a glance. And there was a little twinkle in her eyes as if to say, well, don't do it again. I, um, I mean, she has overseen. She has been the head of state since Winston Churchill. I mean, it's kind of an extraordinary reign, really, the longest ever reigning monarch. Um, she's seen huge changes and Britain has seen huge changes, I suppose, under her watchful eye. Well, Churchill, her first prime minister, was born in 1874. And uh, she had seen, I think, 15 prime ministers. Uh, Apparently, she greeted Tony Blair, who walked in and started talking, which is not protocol. You don't talk until the Queen talks, uh, by saying, oh, good morning, Mr. Blair. Uh, You are my 10th prime minister. My first, I believe, was uh, appointed before you were born. (laughs) You put him in his place. Um, But I think what I personally feel as well, I feel a lot older. This is the first time in my life that our monarch is younger than I am. And that would be true for millions of people in this country, that suddenly we feel uh, an era has passed. Like losing a parent almost, Edwina? Is it something akin to that? Say again? I said, is it a bit like losing a parent? Is, is, Is it something akin to that? Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the, the, the Queen was a little bit younger than my, than my mother, who died in uh, 2004. But still, yes, it's exactly like that. It's somebody that you know is getting frailer, you know is uh, coming towards the end of their life, but is still bright and cheerful and smiling and enjoying life. And then suddenly, 
They're gone. And, and can I just ask you, it's a massive upheaval in, in, in Britain this week. I mean, at the start of the week, you had Boris Johnson uh, as Prime Minister and, and and the Queen on the throne. And at the end of the week, you have Liz Truss and, and King Charles. Um, will Britain have a wobble over so much change so quickly? Or, 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 or what would you say to that suggestion? Well, I have a Ukrainian family staying with me. And I said to them last night, um, you know, when you eventually go home, you will say, and you will say for the rest of your lives, well, I was in England, I was in Britain when they had a new prime minister and a new monarch all in the space of a week, and they just kind of carried on. You know, there, there were no riots in the streets. There was no cataclysm. There was a period of mourning for the monarch that had died, who was much loved and much admired. And... Um, yeah, and then we look forward to see what, what happens next. I mean, politics can't finish because we are still in the middle of the big uh, cost of living crisis and the problems about gas and so on. There's a lot of work that's going to go on behind the scenes. But public life will come to a, a halt for a few days. And then, of course, there'll be a big funeral. There'll be, uh, the, the, we will welcome people from all over the world for that. And we'll all be glued to our TVs watching mm. that. Look, thank you for speaking to us this morning on the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. That is Edwina Curry there, former British Conservative Minister. Irtishuk John Bruton, from an Irish perspective, what will the Queen's legacy be? I think the big legacy will be the results of her visit in 2011, where I think it was in fact a high point, the best point ever achieved in Anglo-Irish relations, because she, by the symbolism of her visit, by speaking a few words of Irish, by attending the Garden of Remembrance, by many gestures, showed a respect for this country and for its independence. Uh, that was very, very important. And I know it's something that she had wanted to do for many years. She had visited many countries, but yet had not visited the only other country with which Britain has a land boundary, namely this state. She'd never visited that. And she did so in 2011. And I think that symbolized a coming together between the two islands, something that we need to repair at this stage uh, as a result of the outcome of Brexit. Okay, uh, you were Taoiseach when Prince Charles made, uh, now King Charles, made an historic visit uh, to this country. What kind of king do you think he will make? He's a, he's a, he's a very um, shy and understated person. Um, he has very strong opinions, but I think he knows very well that he's not going to be able to give range to those opinions as king in the same way that he was able to do as Prince of Wales. He, he he has different links with this country. The Queen, I think, had a very particular links through horse racing. She was very interested in horse racing, and obviously this is the premier horse racing country in the world. He is more interested in you know horticulture. He's very interested in gardening, um, passionately interested in gardening, in fact. And I think he will find he will find things to interest him in this country. And I know that he has already visited, I think, more than half of the counties of Ireland and intends, I'm sure, to finish (laughs) by visiting them all. Uh, And I I hope that that happens soon. Going back to the legacy uh, uh, of Queen Elizabeth that you you spoke about, has that legacy been somewhat squandered since, do you think? Well, I think political relations between Britain and Ireland have disimproved because there was a feeling in this country that Brexit was considered and decided by the 
British people without regard to the impact on Britain's nearest neighbour. In fact, almost culpably ignoring the impact on Ireland of what they were doing. And that has left uh, problems which are yet unresolved. Uh, And uh, it's going to be a matter for the politicians to find a resolution to those problems. Obviously, the king or the queen can't resolve political problems, but they can create an emotional climate. They can do symbolic things that improve the capacity of politicians to reach agreements. And I've no doubt uh, the king, King Charles, will want to help in that regard within the limits of his constitutional authority. Okay, we will leave it there. Ear Taoiseach, John Bruton, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.